Are you a starseed? Do you have a mission here on earth? Do you sometimes struggle to fit in? You're in the right place. Join me and special guests as we share our personal stories as Galactic Ground Crew here on Becoming Iris. Welcome back, everybody. On today's episode, I'm very excited to have a special guest, Renee Starr. And Renee was the teacher that I had when I started learning to access information through the Akashic Records. So it was about a year ago, which we were just discussing. We can't believe it's been a year that I was doing training with her. So Renee, would you like to introduce yourself and what it is that you do in the world, your service? Yes, of course. Hello, everyone. I'm Renee Starr. And uh, yeah, privileged and honoured to be here, actually. It's really lovely to connect with you again. And I can't believe, like you said, that it's been a year. (laughs) But my job on this, I want to say on this journey, on this wild ride that we're kind of like surfing, (laughs) is I would call myself an ascension guide, a gatekeeper, a key coder like a bit of a cosmic so really just connected in with the Akash and the books and the Atlantean gold print the emerald path just helping people to access their access their higher aspects if you like and embody it into this physical 3d reality so bringing in the higher aspects and bringing it into this Yeah, I want to say, well, we are in a 3D matrix, but we're bringing in the higher aspects of ourselves, which are in the fifth, sixth, seventh, and sometimes up to the 12th dimension people are now bringing in, which is just absolutely gorgeous. So, yeah. Thank you. And thank you for being here. It's fantastic to have you. And I guess I'm just really interested to know, because this isn't something I know either about you, is before you stepped into your service and when you were still sort of in what we call the matrix of the 3D, what was it that you were doing in the world? And how did you come to how did you come to be doing what you're doing? Yeah, okay. So I worked in fashion. <laughs> so I used to I used to dress all the windows and make them look beautiful and Traveled to London and bits and pieces. So it was really working in fashion. And yeah, so it was quite interesting because I still love fashion and I still love style. I still love lovely clothes and jewelry. And who doesn't really? And so my experience was a walk in. So I'm what you call a walk in, which is where the old soul kind of like walks out and a new soul walks in which was extremely a very difficult situation to go through there were many I won't go into too much detail but there were circumstances that led up to that walk-in for me to kind of like for the old soul just go had enough now I'm going to make a contract for this new soul to walk in so when the new soul walked in it was like seeing through new eyes it was like looking at and this is the honest truth looking at a leaf like on a tree and seeing everything in high definition like my whole eyesight had changed I was seeing molecules in the sky it was just a complete upgrade of I want to say like new information guidance 
new healing modalities that were starting to flow through for and to help people on the ascension pathway. If you'd have said to me then that I would be doing what I'm doing now, I'd just say, no, no chance. You've got no chance. That is not going to happen on any level. (laughs) Just putting a funny spin on it because now I see where I am and I think, my God, how on earth did that actually happen? How, How has that happened? And that is the absolute gift and the golden nugget in it all. That if I can get through, because my whole body literally just broke down, like I couldn't walk. My feet felt like they were going through the floor. So it was almost like a baby having to learn how to walk again. So it wasn't just like a spiritual thing. It was like a physical thing as well. Like, does that make sense? So It does. And so how long ago are we talking? Like, when did this happen to you? Is this... Oh my gosh. So when I was 32, so I'm 43 this year. So, so 10 years ago. Yeah. 10, 11 years ago. And did you know what was happening at the time? Did you, so how did you navigate? I was so, so scared because I had something called a broken heart syndrome, which is where you actually get, you actually have a broken heart and it can take time to heal. And so I had lots of trips to the hospital to try and find out what was wrong with me and everything. There was nothing wrong with me. And it was just literally my whole body just going through a complete upgrade and like the old energy leaving. And it was the physical body that had to get used to this huge new energy that had come through and like settle into this physical body and that could be really difficult if you think about that the intensity of that and it happened very quickly I mean so it was uh, yeah quite a unique kind of set of circumstances that I went through Uh, and I chose it I chose it I've made I made that agreement so on on a higher level I mean I didn't even know that my higher self existed then and it's like well what's (laughs) that all about (laughs) I guess what's coming up for me is that you cannot, with hindsight, you can look back and with all the knowledge and information that you have now, but at the time it would have been very scary. And who did you turn to? Like who was able to assist you? And like, how did you then realize what was going on? Was it someone like a mentor or who did you have that was able to do? So you did it all yourself? I did everything myself, yeah. Obviously, I was Reiki attuned and I was angelic Reiki attuned and they did help to a certain extent, but they couldn't give me the answers that I needed. So it was almost like sitting and channeling and tuning in and asking what has just happened to me. And then it was confirmed later on by a really gifted psychic. She was like, yeah, you're a walking. So yeah, it was like, right, okay, now I know what I'm dealing with. I can start to work with that energy a bit more and like, yeah, understand my life's mission more. The mission that I'm here to do, because we all come here with a mission, the soul's mission. We made that, we orchestrated that and we ordained that with God. And it's just whether we decide that we agree to that, that we are going to agree to that soul mission. Yeah. Yeah. And just one final thing about that. When you say you're, you were right here tuned, so had you decided to do Reiki or was that something that was gifted to you or no I yeah no I, I was Reiki attuned and angelic Reiki attuned obviously as well 
which, like I said, really helpful at the time, really helpful. But I tend not to use, I tend not to use those modalities anymore because I've got sort of the goddess Isis healing and things like that. I work with a bit more of the Ra healing, which is something new that's just come through. So it's, um, it's, it's I mean, yeah, it's like you, you, as you raise your frequency and you raise your vibration, new gifts and codes unlock for you and you start to implement them or download them through your through yourself and obviously you utilize that in your everyday or you share it with your friends and family and I think yeah that's really yeah where that's then we've got an activation coming through right now as we're talking can you hear that on your sort of really very much on the forehead so yeah we've got there's, there's always even as we speak there's keys and codes being exchanged on such a it's such a high level but it is really about my job now is really about helping people to access their master gifts. So really, like with the Akashic Records, helping people to clear out the old programming that's no longer serving them so that they can step into that higher version of themselves. Yeah. What would you say to people who maybe are waking up to their spiritual gifts or they feel like they might have something or they're going through this transitionary period and you mentioned that you didn't have anyone to turn to at the time, like you did it alone. So people maybe that are in that situation and potentially do feel alone, like they don't feel that they have, maybe none of their friends and family can relate. What advice would you give to those people? Yeah, so first of all, um, yeah I mean if I had because I think my what happened to me was very so unique people didn't really understand where I was coming from whereas I think because lots of people are now aware that they've had walk-ins or that they are waking up that it's more I think because when I woke up 10 years ago when I not woke up but when I had that walk-in 10 years ago it probably wasn't as socially acceptable then as what it yes. is now because we've been for a massive shift, haven't we? Consciousness. Yeah. So now people are understanding, people are more open to that. So there will be more people to help, which is a beautiful thing. But my advice is to connect with someone that you feel a real lovely heart connection with, that you feel comfortable in their presence. Yeah. Someone that has got experience in whatever they're going through so that they understand them yeah okay that's really beautiful and what what is it that you actually do like practically speaking so I know you shared a little bit about it but can you because I know you have a lot of offerings and there's lots of different things can you talk a little bit more about it and maybe explain a little bit about what actually is the Akashic Records for people who've never heard of that before yeah, yeah, of course, yes. So, yeah, I do. My main ones at the moment that I offer are the Halls of Amenti activation, which is really going in and looking at your soul mission and having a look and deciding on whether you really want to go for it this lifetime. Because when you do sign that contract and you you sort of upgrade it, you upgrade your DNA, you upgrade it, you start to find that new information, new guidance starts to come through. So that's the first one. And what is the okay. halls of Amenti for people that haven't heard of that? Okay. Yeah. So not everyone has access to their halls. You get access to your halls of Amenti, so like your master contract, when you've done enough work on a, I want to say like on a 3D level, 
So as you start to clear the programming and the contracts that no longer serve you, you raise your frequency enough. And if my lovely friend Anubis, who is here, (laughs) who I work with quite a lot, the gods of Egypt. So when they feel, and obviously Anubis had lifetime in lifetimes in Golden Atlantis as well. So when they feel that we have, I want to say tick the boxes and they feel that we're ready, they feel that we have learned enough, then we then get access into the halls of Amenti, which is our own master room. And it has books from universities and schools all across all galaxies and universes. Okay, so it's a very expanded consciousness that we then begin to tap into to kind of bring in those higher aspects of ourselves and knowledge and wisdom and keys and codes that we might have learned in Sirius in one of the universities or do you see what I'm saying so it or with the Palladians or the Andromedans so it is it's really just bringing in those higher aspects so the Akashic Records is really used for souls who have got programming within them that they haven't been able to release and let go of and they don't know how to let go of it and they don't know how to upgrade themselves. So it's really pivotal to work in those records in order to bring yourself into alignment with accessing the higher aspects of yourself. And it's just beautiful. It works seamlessly and beautifully together. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and it's definitely my experience. of. So I came to you first as a client. I was referred by a beautiful friend. And as soon as I saw your your picture, your photograph and your page, everything on there, I was like, oh, I need to, like it was just an automatic magnetic pull, everything that you said there and all of your imagery, which is so beautiful. And then once I had the session, I was so jazzed up by what came through that I was like, I need to do the training and I want to learn how to work in the Akashic Records and because you're in the UK and I'm in Australia the time zone wasn't really a great fit so I said what if I can get a group of people and we can do our own Australian training and then we had our own training so that was very pivotal for me to work with you in that way so if anyone's interested in the Akashic Records or learning how to work in there I would highly recommend that because it it was amazing and so much unfolded for me personally through there and really that is the basis of this podcast was I can kind of go back to my beginnings in opening up and understanding the Akashic records so yeah it was very powerful it was beautiful, wasn't it? I remember in some of those sessions, we were clearing so much. I felt like in some sessions I was going to fall off my chair because the energy that was shifted was so huge, but really so beautiful. I was honoured and privileged to be sharing that space with you all and that you're all, I think most of you are now using that in your work and with your clients and that's what makes me so happy because it's that's going to help so many people just to raise their frequency and step into yeah just into more love and more union divine feminine union and masculine masculine I can't get my words out masculine and feminine union within so that they can then because once you've got that stable strong foundation 
that's when you can then go out and share all your love and all your gifts and all your keys and codes and yeah yeah and what do you see as being the main thing like with clients that are coming through what's sort of the trend at the moment like what's going on with the clients that are coming to you is there a sort of yeah so lots of people at the moment are struggling with the energy because they are extremely powerful at the moment and I think because I've been through some very intense training (laughs) and I don't know how I can laugh about that really because uh, it's not funny at all (laughs) but you yeah so anyway once you go through it's like training isn't it you go through training and you go through it so that when you come out the other side you're stood really strong ready to help guide as many people through what you've just been through so usually with the ascension energies I get like a download of what's going to happen with the ascension energies usually a day before so I tend to kind of like share energy updates so that people know what's coming so I'm like I give people like the heads up like this is what's going to happen so really when people are coming to me at the moment it's because they're stuck on loops and they're struggling with the ascension energy. So they don't quite know how to shift their frequency. But by the end of the session, some of them are like an hour. I was saying, how do you feel about that loop that you were stuck on? How does that feel to you now? And they're like, can't even think of it. It's gone. So it literally gets wiped out. So it is really powerful work. Yeah. And it is very powerful work. And It's about elevating their consciousness, elevating their frequency. So usually by the time I've finished with them, they're like, I'm going to go and put some music on and dance. And that is what it's all about. It is about, because when you're in that high frequency, that's when you can bring all the good to you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And having fun along the way. Having fun. Yeah. Yeah, Which is what everyone's forgotten about, isn't it? They're like, it is serious stuff, this. It is. because it's just on a soul level we're working with souls and energy but at the same time it's being it's about remembering that we are here to have fun and to dance and to have a good time so yeah like what are you excited about like we're at this big point in our evolution things are moving and shifting and changing what would you either like love to see or what is it that's exciting to you for the future yeah so my the most exciting thing for me I know that there's going to be lots of healing centers popping up all over the world that's what I'm really excited about people working sorry people living off the land rather than these huge I don't want to say too much because I don't want to like yeah. bring that in, but where I, I living up, not necessarily living off the land, but beginning to live that fifth dimensional way, the fifth in a more loving, conscious way is what I'm yeah. excited about. And also all the communities coming together all over the planet. Yeah. Like, cause I, it's really interesting. I, I see like this huge net and I don't mean like a net, that you'd get trapped in. I mean, like it's a, like a crystalline net. It's like the, it's like a grid that's over the earth that we already know about anyway. But I see like diamonds lighting up all over, and it's like the energy of Archangel Gabriel and the crystalline light. 
So it's holding that energy of that, the Christ the last star. And when I feel that energy is now really starting the mother arc and the green emerald ray now really starting to come through, which is really beautiful. Yeah, it feels like we're right on the cusp of something big and the way that I... The old, the old ways can't continue. Yeah. It's, yeah. Going to, it's, going to be, it's going to be wiped out, literally. I mean, I don't mean that in a... Those of us that have chosen that higher timeline, the old timeline will still exist, but those of us that have chosen that higher timeline, we get to surf those cosmic waves. And I feel like it's like we begin to bring through, as we begin to bring through those higher frequencies, we then help the old still to transmute, but we become detached from it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So we're still because those those energies still live on Mother Earth. Mother Earth is part of us, so we're all part of the one. But we, those of us, us way showers that are living that higher timeline, are still going to be helping the the souls who maybe are not quite there yet. We're going to be showing them the way. We're going to be helping them and guiding them. If that makes sense. So what, what are the things that you feel are potentially like, because I know that we've spoken before at different times about lives in Atlantis and lives in different places. Like are any of those things present for you? Like when you said the healing centres, is that something that you feel might be like Atlantean type healing centres or are there things yeah. from those timelines that you feel are coming forward again now? Yes, definitely. So I feel like you've got the golden Atlantean template really starting to really anchor in it and those foundations are being laid now for us to build on, literally build on. And that is, that's like a golden, that's a golden template. And I think that's part of what we did in Greece as well, because the imagery that we had was a golden unk and basically we'll bring that golden unk light down. So I don't know yeah. if you remember everything that transpired, but <laughs> in our call there was this message that came through about going to Greece and it was for the Lionsgate and then I ended up taking a group of people and you were energetically part of that, very much felt you there. But when we were on Delos, it was this. It was a golden unk light and that felt to me to be part of this Atlantean template that was being because at the place that we were that was part of Atlantis and there was you can see the remains of the ruins and things like that but the energetic imprint that we're bringing in it felt like it was just coming home it didn't feel as though it was necessarily that it hadn't been there before. I don't know if that makes sense, but it sounds like that's what you're talking about as well is like we're bringing back in this golden, which has always existed, but now it's okay to come back to earth. Is that how you would explain it, that it's coming back to earth that's been here before or is it due for yes. Yeah. Yes, Mama. Oh, yes, yeah. This is so in golden Atlantis. All of all those gifts, keys, and codes are now literally being activated and brought back online now to help with the golden, with the new golden earth. Mm. So that is happening for a reason, and it's so that we can start to create more love on the planet rather than living in fear. 
these this old timeline that's no longer serving us we're now being pulled into this very high frequency kind of like starlight it's these golden key codes that now begin to activate within our soul yeah so that we can come together and like i said build those old keys of community the old keys of alchemy of miracle healing they're all coming back so that's the and you'll feel the energy of that as i say those words you'll feel the frequency rise within your heart and across your head because that is what we are now bringing in those keys and codes and it's a beautiful thing because it is literally i want to say magic what would you say to people who you know one of the things that i guess I think we might have spoken into this a little bit before, but I can't remember what we spoke about, is the distortion and the differences in those timeframes in Atlantis. And I know you're saying golden Atlantis, but for people that maybe aren't familiar with that and maybe know, okay, well, in Atlantis there was like falls of Atlantis and there was potentially misusing technology and things like that. Is that any different to where we are now or how would you... Explain that. So, yeah, we're sort of, so the loop, so if you think about a record on a loop and it never stops, does it? And it only stops when we break the programming, when we decide to get off the hamster wheel. And so in Atlantis, at the fall of Atlantis, they began to use, I want to say technologies that infiltrated and caused a lot of fear and held people in a lot of fear. And then we really did see the downfall. And I feel like maybe like a couple of years ago, we went through something quite similar on our earth, okay, without mentioning anything too much. And it hasn't worked this time because the light is too bright and there is sort of a plan that's already been preordained. I mean, if we all stick to the plan, then the light is going to win. Does that make sense? So it's much the higher perspective of all of this is that the programming this time round is not going to exist mm. for much longer. And that's why we've got this huge shift in consciousness. I'm trying to explain it without mentioning words and sort of trying to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. And I think that there are quite a lot of souls that are here who were there at that time that have come back for a do-over, whether or not they were obviously on both sides of the fence, whether they were like good or bad, it doesn't necessarily matter because on a soul level it was a learning experience. But like I know that you and I were together in Atlantis and that there's there's many people that sort of when we come together with our soul family that we have these past life experiences where we were together in Atlantis and we were together in Sirius and we were in Egypt, all these different things. And so it feels like that's something that is very present for me. Definitely when I went to Greece, that a lot of soul memory came up about that time and it was very moving for me to have that memory. And I'm sure that you had that as well with like remembering things that happened at that time and how it all went. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah when I first had my realization of being having a lifetime in Atlantis. Yeah, 
very emotional, very emotional, lots of crying, lots of tears. But obviously you begin to heal and you start to remove the programming and the collars that were placed around our necks at the fall of Atlantis and any kind of like energies that could interfere. You start to clear it all and you start to, yeah, I want to say again, see everything from a higher perspective. Oh, right. Okay. Now that's what's happening on the planet. That's why we're called into this. That's why we're being called into our master contracts, especially those of us that were there in Atlantis. Not everyone was in Atlantis. So there will be some souls who don't understand what we're talking about when we say that. But again, they'll still be going through their own waking up process. So it is, I mean, we've trained for lifetimes to be where we are now. It's it's been a rigorous, I want to say like almost like regimented sometimes. SAS training. (laughs) Yeah, exactly like that. So yeah, it's been very intense at times, but it's all to serve the higher purpose. And because if we can stand and be really strong, think about how many souls we can help. And our job, I really feel at the moment, is always call it hoying, hoying over, pulling these people onto the ascension ship and helping them to wake up so they can see, so that we can then move into that higher frequency on planet Earth and live in more love, live in more peace, and essentially save mother earth because if we don't start to implement those higher consciousness ways of living are we going to see it through do you see what i mean so it is it's about just making sure that we do that we go into that master contract and we tick off our assignments i want to say our assignments so yeah it's reminding me of this saying that i heard which is that A lot of us are here, um, I feel that you fall into this category, which is that you're not really here for the sheep, but you're here for the sleeping lions. So the lions that came like with a mission, but they might not necessarily have fully stepped into that. They might be like there with like one eye open. And this really feels like the time of like getting all the lions to wake up, to step into what it is that they came to fulfill because not every single person is going to wait. Some people, they're on what we might call a holiday lifetime as such. They're not really here. They didn't come on a mission. Like not every person came on a mission, but the ones that did, yeah. it's go time now. Like this, yeah. this it is a swear already. Yeah, yeah, now is the time. Yeah. It's yeah. really interesting as well because people go, what, what do you mean oh, I've got a mission? What do you mean I've got a mission? And I'm thinking, well, yeah, yes, you have got a mission. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you have got a mission. Well, what little old me? And I thought, well, no, not little old you, because you're very special and an intrinsic part. Every single soul on this planet is. We all play a part in this beautiful crystalline net of higher consciousness. And every single soul holds the light. So it holds those higher key codes. It's just whether they, it can sound a bit out there for the people who are not necessarily aware of that. But every single soul on this planet has got a mission and lots of people, and you know that as I'm speaking this, when people watch this, the light bulb will go on, they'll go, oh my God, now I understand. Now I get it. So it does, it just might just take one person to flick that switch on for them to just literally wake up and go, ah, 
right now I know what I'm here to do yeah so what would be your final words of wisdom or parting advice or like for those people that have kind of this feeling inside them that there is something but they don't know what it is like they kind of they're not they're just sort of unsure and maybe they're like on the fence with things and what would you say to those people yeah reach out to people reach out to those who are already on the ascension pathway spiritual pathway and just ask questions and then if if the energy is feeling right and you know you're going to a spiritual teacher or a healer if the energy feels right then obviously start to work with that soul because I promise you if you commit yourself to your energy healing and your energy your ascension pathway you will see huge shifts in your own life and it will be like you'll look back in a year's time and you'll be like oh my god I'm not even that I'm not the same person you know where do, you know the same as you like where you are now even myself it, it's like a huge it's like we're always evolving we're always growing but if you can get us if you can get someone to support you through that journey yeah. and that's even better yeah so that's my advice that don't feel alone connect with others yeah yeah and that can also be online can it because a lot of the time Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I work with people all over the world. I work with people in New Zealand, in America, in Germany. So, so yeah, don't feel that you can't. My door's always open to people who really need the help or just people who would like to ask some questions. I'm always happy to help. And can you share, like, what have you got coming up? What are you offering at the moment? How can people work with you? So I've just channeled something called new the new earth healing which is really beautiful and it's it is like a combination of everything that I offer so the Akashic records halls of Amenti, but also really working through programming and loops that people are stuck on so that they can just go oh right okay that's done and dusted with now I can move into that higher timeline or I can raise my frequency and come more into my heart so the, and the Halls of Amenti session as well. If you've already done your Akashic Records work and you're really wanting to move into that higher octave of light and really understand what your soul mission is, there's the Halls of Amenti, but obviously also the Akashic Records sessions and Akashic Records training I'm still offering and the Goddess Isis healing activation as well, which is profound. That changes everything. And so they're really the main ones that I'm sharing at the moment. So, yeah. Beautiful. So people can, what's the best way for people to connect with you? Is that through your website? Yeah, that's through my website. So it's www.starlightascensionwithrenestar.com. Okay, beautiful. I'm going to pop the links below, but thank you for that. And thank thank you for coming on and for your service, because I know that hasn't been an easy journey for you but you show up every day for your work and your family and yeah so thank you for being you and all that you offer thank you thank you so much it's lovely and thank you thank you for inviting me it's been a pleasure and honor thank you thanks Renee since the time of recording I received a message to visit the UK for the Lionsgate portal this August 2023 
Renee and myself will be hosting a ceremony on the 8th of the 8th in Glastonbury. And if you feel the call to join this pilgrimage, it commences on the 3rd of August in London and concludes on the 9th with three nights in Avebury and three nights in Avalon. Please reach out to me through the links below for more details. Early bird pricing is available until June 30. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to click subscribe to be notified of new episodes as they're released. And if you would like to show your support for the podcast, please leave a review of what you've enjoyed and any donations are also much appreciated. You can follow me on Instagram at Becoming Iris Podcast and stay up to date with all of my offerings, including one-on-one sessions, courses and retreats. I hope you'll join me next time on Becoming Iris for more Starseed Stories.